0: All right, so I am standing in front of across this big long valley. I don't know if you can see it or not, but there's layers over there. Um, probably going to have to like zoom in on your your, your uh, whatever you're viewing this video with to see those layers over there. There's five of them, five steps, five layers. Those five steps make up the the five steps of the Grand Staircase. So that's why over there it's called the Grand Staircase-Escalani National Monument. This side is the staircase. Over there, about 70 miles, is the Escalani um, drainage area. So uh, that's why it has both of those names, Grand Staircase-Escalani. Wingate, if you didn't know, operates on the Grand Staircase. So you can see kind of a reddish layer and a white layer. We right above the red layer, below the white layer, and above the white layer as well. And then there's the horizon. We go right up to that. And now, as far as you can see in your screen there, where those trees are, all the way over to there, where our permit is, Zion's, you can't see Zion's National Park, it's that way a little bit. And on the horizon over on this side, well, you can kind of see that. The horizon in your, way up there is, um, Rice Canyon National Park. So we're on the other side, it's called the Kaibab Plateau, looking across this huge valley to the Grand Staircase area. And I want to talk about a couple things. One, what does it mean to, uh, you know, look at steps and then decide to climb them as opposed to avoid them? Well, if you're, uh, sometimes I have said being in a wilderness program is amazing because you don't just you don't just get to talk about metaphors; you actually get to live in them. And in our case, the metaphor that they're living in in our wilderness is a gargantuan staircase. So we come across obstacles. We can see them as walls that we can't climb over. We can see them as stairs that we ought to climb over and uh, get to a higher place. Now I'm also, you can see I'm messing with this bark here, and I am taking little pieces and adding into the pieces that I I already have. And it is called cording, the act of making cordage. This plant I'm doing this with is called Cliff Rose. It occurs all around here, uh, Southern Utah, Northern Arizona, Middle Arizona, Um, and other places, I don't know where else, but I know it's at least in those places. So any fiber that you twist typically wants to untwist. So if you put something in the way of it untwisting, namely the other set of fibers that it's next to, then that untwist, that the desire for it to untwist gets in the way of the other one and basically they get stuck around each other. So it's as if you uh, you, 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 you put energy into something, and if somebody else puts energy into something with you in an effort to put energy into something together, then what happens is it creates uh, bad math. So 2 plus 2 is 4, but 2 plus 2 in this case creates an exponential strength, and it's no longer 4. It's point six or something like that so it was a bundle of just bark that can be easily torn up and now with this action of cording it has a lot of strength and it's actually a cord now it's a rope um, sometimes people use matchsticks as a metaphor you know you can break one matchstick but if you put 20 of them together, it's a lot more difficult to break. Well, it's the same thing. You put these fibers together, and you put energy into the fibers. First of all, they're a lot more useful, and they're a lot more difficult to break. Isn't that cool? So, that was just bark a couple minutes ago. Now it's a really cool rope string. Uh, I have made straps, like belt straps out of this. I made shoulder straps out of this. I made straps uh, for uh, carrying devices like quivers out of this. I've made sandals out of this, out of cliff rose that's corded, just in this way. Hiked several miles in my cliff rose cordage sandals. So there you go. Cordage, steps, wilderness therapy is awesome.